This is the Learning Capacity Podcast. You're with Colin Klupik. A warm welcome to you. This podcast is brought to you by LearnFast Australia, improving student learning outcomes with neuroscience programs since 1999. In this episode, we hear the story of Dr. Con Cafetaris, father of six, with two children currently working through the Fast for Word programs. It was a little bit of a journey to find Fast for Word for his children, but after trying a few avenues, including speech pathology, Dr. Cafetaris came across Fast for Word through a book titled The Brain That Changes Itself by Dr. Norman Doidge. The science seemed plausible, so he decided he'd give it a go. In his own words, the changes have been phenomenal, a truly heartwarming story. Dr. Cafetaris, welcome to the conversation. No worries, Colin. Thanks for having me. Uh, it's a great pleasure. Uh, you have uh, two of your six children, I believe, who have recently done or are still doing the Fast Forward program. Is that right? Yes, yes. Uh, uh, George has um, done the uh, uh, language uh, assist program and um, uh, Fast Forward language and Fast Forward reading. And uh, he's now progressed to the reading assist module. Um, and uh, we're starting Eleni, she's uh, six years old, uh, at the beginning of the Fast Forward Language Program. So, yeah, she's, she's starting at the beginning where George started. Uh, George began probably about May or June, I think. You know, he's been on it for about six months or so. Okay, and what were the presenting issues that made you realise that something was not quite right, you had to do something... Uh, and, and how did you go about making a decision with that? Okay, well, look, uh, you know, uh, George has, has had language uh, learning support um, uh, for uh, a number of, probably since his fifth start of school. Uh, we, we, we knew from the time he was uh, about three or four that um, he, he, we knew he could learn, but he, we knew that it seemed that he learned differently. His interests were different. Um, uh, he wasn't socially awkward or anything like that. Never had any problems making friends, but just you know, language was delayed. And so we tried the the usual that people try speech therapy. Um, uh, and he, you know, he goes to a a, a a normal school, and he was having um, learning support there. But uh, unfortunately, things were just not progressing. So uh, I started to look around and look at other options, and, and that's how we came uh, came to know about LearnFast. So when you say that say that things weren't progressing, what what kind of uh, things were you expecting from uh, from the things that you were using, like speech pathology? Can you explain to me what kind of things were you particularly looking out for? Well, look, I, I, I guess I was really just looking. Um, my focus is, and I'm probably a little bit different to some other parents, I'm, I'm not big on academics um, because, you know, as we all know, that, you know, some people who don't do well at school um, go on to become very successful in other spheres of life, whether it's business um, uh, or even science. I mean, look at Albert Einstein. Um, but the kids do need to read and write, and they, you know, and, and they do need to be able to do maths and tell the time and stuff like that. And and those sorts of things, especially the, the the reading and the comprehension, just weren't really happening. So, so George George could read, he could read the word, he could sound the word out, but um, uh, there was, he, you know, his his um, 
comprehension was relatively non-existent, and he would read in a very um, awkward fashion. He would read words, the sentence would read like, there was a man called Bill. That would be a sentence that George would read. Okay. And, and um, I, I guess I knew that, that you know, we weren't going to go anywhere with, uh, with him if, uh, if that wasn't addressed. So did that seem a little bit strange to George as well, or was he perceiving that as, what's the problem I think I'm reading normally? Well, to George, it was, he didn't see that there was a problem. I mean, he, he's had a diagnosis. We, we've had, we had him uh, assessed by um, Aspect, um, and he's had a diagnosis of, um, you know, they've placed him on the, the uh, spectrum at some point, at some, you know, place, they, um, but they've called him a high-functioning uh, uh, ASD, uh, and so he, he doesn't manifest with the features of autism, he doesn't manifest with the features of Asperger's, so they've just, the label they gave him was um, PDD-NOS, which is Pervasive De- Developmental Disorder, not otherwise specified. Okay, <laughs> right. <laughs> I guess that must have been a mouthful for George to try and understand. Yeah, it was, and, 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 and you know, We've always been supportive and really helpful, uh, you know, doing the best we could. But, um, you know, he was nine at the time that we, we started this program. And um, the school was very supportive too. His friends were great. Um, but I just knew that if we didn't do something, we would, uh, you know, middle school and high school would become a real challenge. So with, with George's experience then, going through the program, did he notice that anything was changing? Uh, has Has there been any particular... Uh, emotional behavioural change within himself? Oh, yeah. Well, you know, to give you a, a, an idea around where he was at, um, George was never a, a really um, a, a problematic child behaviour-wise. We, we, like, a, like I said, he doesn't you know, manifest as uh, um, you know, autism, autistic kids do. Um, and, and, and I don't believe that's the right label for him, but we just left it at that. Um, but uh, I knew that he, he had an issue with learning, and, and, but he was also very visual. Uh, and so what happened was I ended up, you know, and, and you know, this is just an aside, but um, uh, my wife and I are Christians, and, and I was speaking at, at, to a group of, um, of uh, men about pornography. And in my research, I ended up reading the book um, the, Brain Will Change it, the Brain That Changed Itself by Norman Deutsch. I'm sure you've heard of it. Yes, I have. Yeah, and, and in... And, and when I was reading it, because I actually was reading it to help with my, you know, talk on pornography, but there's a chapter in there about um, uh, faster work. And I thought, well, this could be something that could help George. And so I just did a search to see if there's anybody doing faster work in Australia. I mean, the science made sense. And, you know, the Norman Deutsch has explored it really well. And, and I just thought, this makes sense. So I checked it out, and uh, um, that's how I came across Learn Fast. And the results have been quite phenomenal, to be perfectly frank. Well, how, how would you put uh, a better description on phenomenal? Can you, uh, can you give us something like a, a concrete uh, example of, of how that's sure, improved? Sure. What, what, what I really liked about the Fast Word was he was able to uh, um, do something that was visual, but also uh, stimulating and was, and was teaching him, you know, the basics, like even things like, you know, relative pronouns and, 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 and all of that, you know, the basic grammatical stuff that he never really got, and and it's not really taught that well at school anyway. It's just assumed that kids pick it up. 
But uh, when children are like George and they and they don't learn the way every every other kid learns, then he didn't pick that up. And and so we, I started to see, you know, that he would his comprehension levels, um, uh, like the amount of assistance he needed from me was 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 dropping substantially. Um, and he finished like the first program. He actually did two modules in the first three months we had, which was uh, you know quite substantial and. Um, Monique, his supervisor, was really, you know, excited about the progress he's made. And as I've shared with Monique, or I've sent her the testimonials, we, we've actually got about four um, emails, messages from uh, both his teachers and the learning support teacher at school talking about the progress George has made. He's, his reading has improved. Um, his speaking has dramatically improved. He, he was never nonverbal, but... George would only speak when he would need to speak to you and, and basically he would grunt a lot of the time to his teachers. Um, he wouldn't follow instructions, so, you know, he would be in parts of the playground he wasn't supposed to be. Um, and within the first three months or four months of doing Fast for Word, all of that's changed. Uh, he's, he's now speaking clearly, coherently. Um, he's, um, uh, you know, that, that, that they do a daily prayer at school and, uh, and, and he volunteered to do, it, to do it one day and the teacher wrote back saying that it was clear, it was lucid, it was um, uh, un understandable and it was just a great joy to see uh, you know, the progress he's made. Uh, coming now to yeah. Eleni, uh, is her situation similar or different? Her situation is, sim is, is, is different in that um, she's further ahead than what George was. She's in kindergarten. She's further ahead than what George was at kindergarten. Um, and I, I don't think that well, she hasn't been sort of you know, um, much, much the same diagnosis in that, okay, there's a pervasive uh, delay, but we don't exactly know what it is. Um, but in between George and Eleni, we have another daughter that's um, the top of the class. So, you know, we don't really, I mean, you could argue all day as to where that's come from. Um, so she's now started the... Uh, the, the, the first module, uh, the one that's got um, Sky Zoom and Space Commander and all of those, mm -hmm. um, and is making steady progress. I think she's she, she's done one week or eight days, and I think she's up to she's made about twenty twenty five percent progress in, in in some of the modules. So, um, you know, at this point, it's too early, I think, to see because I didn't really see the improvements in George until until he finished the first lot, the, the first three months. Uh, which, which, which is why we decided to do the second three months because you know the, the improvements were were so substantial. So, Eleni, early, just to answer your question, early days for Eleni at this point. Okay, so looking forward into 2016, can you see the, a, a similar sort of approach to the progress next year? I mean, is is George going to continue doing it at the same in the same amount? Um, and and how do you see Eleni moving into 2016? Yeah, well. George is now doing the uh, uh, Fast Forward Reading Assist module. Um, after speaking with uh, Monique, we, um, I just decided to have him do that to, to really uh, um, you know, uh, consolidate his reading skills, and, and that's working really well. Um, he's now started, because I was doing, I, I was sitting there with, I, I think one of the things that's really helped with, the, with, with, their, with their progress is, is I've been willing to sit there um, and do the the, uh, uh, the sessions with them each time. 
Uh, and I, I know not every parent does that, but uh, to me, I just couldn't see any point if I was going to invest the money in not, in not seeing, you know. So I, so I was actually seeing the changes, not just, you know, seeing the computer printouts. I was seeing the changes session by session. But uh, with the reading assist, I've now let George do it on his own, where I'll come in intermittently during the session uh, to give him a bit of independence. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, he's now reading like. He's, he's really interested in dinosaurs, and he knows pretty much everything there is to know about dinosaurs. He's reading the books himself. He's reading, you know, books that are meant for all ages, really. You know, yeah. some of the books are um, a, a, a teenage standard, and he goes through those books and finds out about which dinosaur he's interested in, and um, and he'll come and tell me, did you know that such and such lived in the Cretaceous, and did you know that these two live together, and, and I'm like, and it's just been amazing to watch. Wow. Um, yeah, so Eleni will be um, doing the... Uh, she'll just be progressing as... I just plan to, to have her go through the same process that George did, and hopefully she'll be able to finish the modules, um, you know, next year. And um, uh, we did talk about possibly George doing the... Uh, the uh, um, one of the, the, the later modules again. We'll, we'll see, what, see how he progresses after the reading assist. You made mention just before about the uh, the investment in, in the program and, and you sitting next to George th- saying, well, since you've spent the money, you may as well see it actually happening. Uh, some of our listeners might be thinking, well, this sounds like a really good news story for you, but I'm not so sure it'll work for me, uh, particularly given the amount of investment that, they, that other people might have to put in. What advice would you give to them? Well, I guess it really boils down to priorities, really. I mean, if we're going to talk about investment... Um, yeah, okay, there's the financial investment, which you know, everybody knows. Um, you know, we spend more than we, we spend more than that on holidays sometimes. You know, and and so to me, it was like here's here's a chance. I might not get another chance to uh, to help my son set him, you know, set himself up for his future. So, you know, the financial investment wasn't a major issue. It's more. Then you look at time. Well, okay, half an hour, five times a week. Um, Okay, well, I gave up watching television program. Uh, not that I watched a lot of TV anyway, but uh, you know, it, it was it, the good thing about it was flexible. We could do it around our time. We could do it in the morning if we wanted to. One time, I took George with me, and and the iPad app is a really good app. So I just, when, when I went to get my car serviced, George came with me. We sat and we just while the car was being serviced, we did our fast forward session. <laughs> That's a great so, use of time. <laughs> yeah, well, it really boils down to. I mean. What, what's your priority? I, w- I would say to people, they've got to figure out what their priority is. If they really want to, you know, if they, if they think fast forward will help their child, and I, and I understand that not every child will benefit, but if, if, if you can advise that fast forward will benefit your child, then, you know, I don't think half an hour five times a week is, is, is too big an investment, uh, um, uh, especially when, you know, the long-term payoff could be, you know, could, could, could be lifelong. Dr. Cafetaris, that's a really great story. Thanks so much for your time. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot, Colin. You've been listening to the Learning Capacity Podcast, brought to you by LearnFast Australia. If you'd like to comment on this podcast, send us an email to feedback at learnfastgroup.com.au. And to find out more about Fast for Word or LearnFast, visit learnfasthome.com.au, where you can also subscribe to the blog. Until next time, bye for now.